Hello, hello. What's up, y'all? I'm Bree. Welcome to the Chocolate Bar. Our lives, our strength, our time. Um, we are on episode 44, and by the time this airs, it will be Black History Month. Hey! Woo. So it is completely appropriate that we started off with a bang and popping. Um, I literally have been losing my shit all day, um, excited about this interview tonight. And like, I can barely contain myself. So I'm not even going to do what I normally do and introduce our guest. I'm just going to have her tell us who she is and what the hell she does so we can get it popping. Let's go. Okay. Well, hey, I'm Kiana Welch, a.k.a. I know everybody is screaming now. Okay. Chucky Welch. I don't even know if people call, I guess people still call me that. I think most people know me just by Chucky Welch and they don't know what my real name is, but. Right, right. Yeah. But I'm Kiana. Mm-hmm. Um, I am an Olympic weightlifter, a 75 kilo weightlifter. Mm-hmm. Um, I was formerly a CrossFitter. I guess I'm still a CrossFitter at heart. That's mm-hmm. how where it all mm-hmm. started and where it all began and where I, I guess, flourished. <laughs> and I live here in Reno, Nevada, and uh-huh. I'm head coach at Black Iron Gym. Mm-hmm. Hey, welcome, welcome. Oh, thank you. Welcome to the podcast, Q. I know we tried to get this done a while ago, and things happen the way they're supposed to happen. So I am so happy that the stars aligned for us this evening, like I said, at the helm of Black History Month. Um, yes, ma'am. Yes. So, <laughs> God, I have so much I don't even know where to start. Well, I guess the first thing, um, you know, you talked about, you know, sort of where you are and, you know, Oli and CrossFit and all of that. But I think um, a lot of us have, you know, kind of an interesting story about sort of what our journey looked like to kind of get to strength sports. Uh So I guess my first question for you would be, what was your journey to Olympic weightlifting slash CrossFit? Did you find it or did it find you? I found it. Mm -hmm. Um, I was living in New York City. And we all know that living in New York City is very difficult, Mm -hmm, especially mm -hmm. when you are in your early to mid 20s and still trying to figure everything out. Where are you uh, from originally? I grew up mostly in, I lived all over, but I always say Jacksonville, Florida. I was okay. there the, yeah, I was there the longest mm-hmm. through all the preteen, teen, mid, like early 20s. And right. then I just kind of picked up and left. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just felt like I was a little bit fast paced. So I was like, I just packed some bags and just moved to New York. So that's okay. exactly what I did. Um, then... Uh, I think it was about like 2013. At some point, I had like five jobs. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I don't know how I had time for five jobs, but I made it work. Um, and I was kind of tired of it. I was like, okay, I just want to like do something where I can kind of sit and kind of chill. Mm-hmm. And at that point, like when you leave school and you don't have like fun, organized sports things to do, you get to try to figure out like, okay, right. well, what am I going to do now? Mm-hmm. So. I saw on Craigslist there's an ad for a CrossFit gym to work at the front desk. Oh, okay. And at that time, I uh, was in the midst of training for, like, my first bodybuilding oh, competition. <laughs> I remember those days. Well. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it was my second one. My first okay. one, I did bikini. Uh-huh. And they said I was too muscular. So then right. the whole rest of the year, I didn't do shit. And then <laughs> I came back around the same time for the same competition and trained for figure because my okay. build was just better for it. Right, right. Um, so I went into the interview. I got the job immediately. Mm-hmm. So I had an idea of what CrossFit was. But I was like, comes the free membership. Let's like a way to work out or whatever right so i would sit at the front desk and i could see everybody work out and i'm just like what in the f- 
fuck are they doing? <laughs> what is like, happening? What is this? And I would just like look, mm-hmm. and I'm like bedazzling my suit for right. my competition. Oh my gosh! Like <laughs> tedious. Like yes. the little glue, the tweezers, like Ooh. everything. Because those mm-hmm. ones are expensive. Yes. So I was just sitting there. And I would sit. I would look at them, and I would just put them like. Oh, I would just shake my head sometimes. Like these people are just torturing themselves. Right. Right. And then. um I was at my friend's house and all of a sudden my boss, my bosses called me. They're like, yeah, the creative CrossFit's at our gym. He's doing a shoot. Like, you have to be here. At that point, I didn't know who that was. Right. They're like, you have to be here. And they're like, like, okay. Yeah. I was like, (laughs) okay. Um, So I was like, all right. So show up. And at that point, like, I wasn't doing CrossFit yet. Mm -hmm. And they're like, if he asks you, just like, just talk to him and just answer him. So sure enough, Mm -hmm. he walks on over to me. Greg glass me. He's like, how long have you been doing CrossFit? I was like, I don't do CrossFit. So I was, (laughs) and I don't do CrossFit. And he's like, oh, you have to do CrossFit. You're an athlete. You built for it. Mm -hmm. And that's how it all kind of started. And I, but I didn't officially, like I dabbled a little bit, Mm -hmm. but then it wasn't until like 2014, the the beginning of 2014 that I actually started taking it like really seriously. Mm -hmm. Um, and then our team actually made it to regionals that year. Okay. And um, everybody knew who I was because, A, there weren't many black folk anyway yes. doing CrossFit. Right. And um, then I had bleach, like, white storm hair. Yes, I remember the storm yeah. era. The <gasps> storm era, and my mm-hmm. hair was white. So it shaved on the sides, and it was, like, this fabulous hawk of beautifulness mm-hmm. and when i do my handstand walks like i do a split that's just right. how i do it it keeps me balanced mm-hmm. so i was always known as the the girl with the hair and the splits mm-hmm. so yeah so that's how it all kind of started and from there i just got better at crossfit and then mm-hmm. then instagram i guess instagram was still kind of like kind of happening but then i right. started to get a little bit bigger on instagram right right just because there again aren't many black crossfitters you have right. the, you have like elizabeth and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like deborah and there's yep. my friend carla mm-hmm. um so there's like what three or four of us exactly <laughs> name them, name them, on one name hand. them all on one hand mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so I guess it was just draw attention and just let people base like black women see like, oh, shit, I didn't know that black people did CrossFit. I just exactly. thought that was like, like a rich white person. Right. Thing to do, right. right. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, and that's where it all history. started. Um, so I think like I mentioned, you know, a lot of folks kind of started their um, their journey to strength sports sort of coming from more aesthetic sports like bodybuilding, you yeah. know, whether it's bikini figure, et cetera, et cetera. So was there any consideration in terms of fully transitioning from doing bodybuilding into um, CrossFit? Like, was there any, was it like, eh, I don't really care for this. I want to focus more on what my body can do or kind of how did you make that determination? I was just kind of bored with bodybuilding mm-hmm. yeah i looked real good i can't even imagine oh my god i was <laughs> fabulous i'm sure <laughs> like i think about it but like it was i looked really really good after show day like on show day because you know that you have to dry yourself out yeah, and you're yeah. just tiny like mm-hmm. that was the lightest as an adult i'd ever been mm-hmm. on show day i was like 138 pounds i cannot even imagine it, i was swimming in my clothes wow but like after the like after i had my plate of ribs that Afterwards okay. and my, uh, my other stuff, I looked like oh god, mm-hmm. <laughs> just to show you pictures. It was mm-hmm, great, mm-hmm. Um, but it was just boring just to go in and just like pump for a little bit, do that, right. do some cardio. So mm-hmm. it was just not fun for me. And I was always an athlete, 
Mm-hmm. So I was used to like being active and just doing everything. And I was a gymnast for the most part, like the early oh, parts okay. of my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So from mm-hmm. like three until 12, I was a gymnast mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I see people swinging around on right. doing hip and pull-ups and muscle-ups. Mm-hmm. And then they're still getting to do like some strength stuff. And it was just, it just looked fun. Right. And I was like, this is going to, this is way better than stupid bodybuilding. Bodybuilding right. is cool. Yeah. But, and it makes you look fabulous, mm-hmm. but I just needed to like use my body because I've always used right. it for something. And right. Like, I always like to challenge. So it just Mm -hmm. made sense to me. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, And so going back a little bit, you talked a little bit about being an athlete growing up. What was your relationship like with your body as a young woman? Um, So I was jacked Mm -hmm. (laughs) since I was pretty much little. Wow. Um, I was, yeah, there's a picture of me. um, I think I posted one like a little bit ago. It was me, Mm -hmm. my mom, and my sister. And I was maybe three, mm-hmm. and you can see my biceps and my triceps. Oh my gosh! And so you just came out the womb. Just, I was just, just ready to go because there was like a little <laughs> bit chub. There was like the chub toddler phase. Yeah, and then boom, there was I was just I was superhero. Just yeah, <laughs> superhero. I was like that little kid that had the abs. That right. was like that was me basically. Wow. And like, um, my mom's pretty tall, so like. Mm-hmm. I was kind of like, I guess, regular like gymnast size right. until I stopped gymnastics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I just shot up yeah, to like 5'8". So wow. then when you're going to like mirror middle school and like I started puberty early, like yeah. I had my period when I was like nine. I had mm-hmm. boobs before everybody else, but I didn't wear a bra. So I was right, hanging upside right. on the monkey bars. And they're like, where's your training <laughs> bra? I'm like, what is that? And they're like, you need to go get one. I was like, right. oh, Jesus. So, um... <laughs> Um, so I was always, I always felt like I knew that I was different just because mm-hmm. I knew a, I was bigger than everybody and just a little bit more jacked. Right. Sometimes I would purposely just wear like long sleeves or mm-hmm. our, luckily our, um, short sleeve, like button down tricks. I went to private school. Yeah. Most of my life they covered up my arms. So you really right. couldn't see it. Right. But like, there was a thing that girls didn't have like arms and I mm-hmm. was like, well, shit, well, I got all the arms and I got the legs. So. And I'm a girl. <laughs> yeah. And like, and I'm a girl and I'm taller right. than them. But luckily I had big boobs too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like, at least the boys can just look at my boobs and be like, all right, well, she's definitely like a girl or whatever. Uh-huh. It was ridiculous. But yeah. Um, I got over it relatively quickly, though. Mm-hmm. Um, there was maybe like a summer before like my freshman year in like high mm-hmm. school where mm-hmm. there was like a slight phase where I was real thick. Right. And um, I remember this one outfit. It was like these olive green like type plaid pants. And I was mm-hmm. just busting out of these pants. I was like, I feel like a <laughs> sausage. Uh-huh. Like This is ridiculous. And then I was, I don't know, I just kind of grew out of it mm-hmm. like pretty quickly like, my mom like would give me like pep talks and always made mm-hmm. me feel like beautiful so I never really felt like super super uncomfortable that's awesome yeah so it wasn't too too bad like a lot of people kind of go yeah. through it yeah um like obviously as I got older and people would make comments it was mostly like women if you're like trying to like be with the man that they like or whatever right exactly and just like that hate ass shit yeah um yeah. <laughs> like oh you look like a man or okay, girl, but You'll your man the... like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, <said that. laughs> I was just like, okay, but he still wants me, so I don't know what to tell you. Um, but I would just kind of just shake it off. But yeah, it gets to you sometimes. Mm-hmm. But it's just like like one or two people out, out of like a handful of people, so it's easy yeah. for me to just kind of ignore. 
So speaking, um, you mentioned your mom and it's, you know, quite clear just from different posts and things. And she's so cute posting on your Instagram. Oh my God. She's a trip. Oh I told her she needs um, to get a damn picture. Yes. Looking like a creepster. I, was I like, need to see. She refuses um, to get the Instagram app. Like refuses. Now she tell, has the iPhone listen, app. So we can tell mama Q to get it together. I know. Um, but anyway, it's, it's, it's clear that you guys, you know, have had a, or have a close relationship. Like what type like how did she instill in you that that sense of confidence and being comfortable in your skin it sounds like she did an amazing job doing that like how, how did she instill that in you to just be like listen you are who you are you're gorgeous etc cetera, etc cetera. i think she didn't even sometimes she would say things mm-hmm. um to kind of instill that in me but me just watching her and seeing mm. how confident she was like okay if you if we were in a building and she mm-hmm. walked in you'd be like everybody would look she's that oh, type of person okay okay so yeah and she's just very like exuberant and mm-hmm. just fun and social and she's just super confident and so mm. that's how i just assumed all women were supposed to be like <laughs> i love it I and it just kind of like it. and me being her child i think it just kind of rubbed off on me yeah. too yeah so yeah. Um, and she would make me do yeah and I, I, I just I love hearing these stories because so much it's so so many times for us it's the opposite of I kind of had to grow into that and you know I didn't I didn't feel that love I didn't feel that you know sort of um being accepted growing up so when I hear someone who comes out like bitch I've always been bad like I <laughs> love it so anyway sorry about that I didn't mean to interrupt <laughs> no you're fine <laughs> you're totally fine there was um like that period, because you know about the whole the whole Beyonce Kelly Rowland skin color, whatever yes. colorism thing. Yeah, like there was that period of time mm-hmm. where like I would take like the lighter powder just to make like yeah. me lighter or whatever. She's like, right. she's like, you don't need that. Right. She's like, she's like, wipe that off your face. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, God damn it. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I like in that turn, I was a little uncomfortable for like a little bit. Yeah. And growing up, like I was usually. Again, in most places, one of the few black faces Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that were like around. Yeah. And um, a few, most of the girls that actually went to school with, they were like lighter. So I was one of the darker ones. Right. And of course, like they were cuter because they were lighter, which isn't necessarily cheap because I was still cuter than they were. But whatever. Right, 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 right. Um, But yeah, so it makes you a little bit Mm self-conscious. But again, like it was just something I just kind of snapped out of. Yeah. And just got over Especially because awesome. my mom made it a point to put, like, it was not only her, but, like, she'd have, like, Essence and Ebony mm, and all these different yes. magazines in the house. So yes. I can, like, see people like me. That look like you. Right. Exactly. And she would put me in situations or we'd go to places where there were black faces. Right. So it wasn't, like, a big deal, even though I was usually surrounded by white people. Mm-hmm. Like, she would make it a point so that I would go to places or find myself with my people so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i didn't feel like oh my god i'm not whatever right enough. yeah right right i hear you that's amazing um so when she made your transition into crossfit and you know obviously it's more you know functional and about sort of what you, your body can do and all of that how did that affect how you saw yourself um i thought i was kind of cool mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um <clears throat> especially as i got better at it yeah and it was really really um nice that we did have instagram because a like i could record myself and i put it up there mostly just so i can see myself right because with crossfit it's all about like results and like fact-based stuff so Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and and putting your scores and everything so i was like well 
I can just put these videos here and then I can always go back and just see how far right. I've come. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was relatively quickly just because I made it a point because I wanted it to be good. Yeah. Um, I felt like I had to be better mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. than everybody. Yeah. Um, so I would like study CrossFit videos because I would have to coach myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I took the L1 even before I even thought about coaching just because I wanted to be um more knowledgeable about right. CrossFit and that's in general. level one like coach certification for, right for those not in the know who didn't okay. know that you have to take your <laughs> l1 and then right, right. you should be continuing your education after that but many mm-hmm. people just kind of get lazy with it yeah or even yeah. when they get it they just mm-hmm. don't it's just like that one time and they don't really right. like go more in depth into it mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but like if i'm doing something i'm like a perfectionist right i want to know everything about it Mm-hmm. And so if somebody asks me certain questions, like I'm able to answer them, show them, do all of that stuff. Right. So um, once I started getting really good at it, mm-hmm. um, I don't, I, I was, I was still obviously like humble. I wasn't like on the baddest bitch on the planet, obviously. Mm-hmm. But um, it was really exciting to see just how quickly right. I was able to do some of the things that a lot of people weren't able to do, especially mm-hmm. like the weightlifting stuff. Cause it's yeah. not like I really worked with weights that much. Right. I guess I was just freakishly strong. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just like a matter of like technique stuff, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I felt pretty sweet. And again, there wasn't like, I felt like the Serena kind of, of yeah. CrossFit, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but then I like I really, <laughs> But I didn't really know of, like, Elizabeth and all of them right? Um, quite yet. And then I was like, okay, I'm nowhere near as cool or as awesome as them. And they made me want to be better. Right. So right. Okay. I just kept it kind of chilling, just kind of kept my eye on the prize. I was like, whatever I do, I'm just going to try to do the best that I personally can. And obviously, mm-hmm. if I suck, I have some work to do. So, right, right, right. Yeah. I love it. So favorite CrossFit wad and favorite CrossFit movement? Um... Isabel's my favorite. Oh, that's, no, it's not. That's not true. Oh, my Ooh. God. It's like top three. This is very difficult for me. I know. I know. Oh. I we come with the hard it. questions on the chocolate bar. Okay. Hard-hitting journalism. Um, Actually, Linda. Okay. Like Linda what is Linda? Linda is also called the three bars of death. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so it's 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, oh, 3, 2, no, 1. Oh, no, no, no. And so it's all based on your body weight. Right. So it's like, um, it's a deadlift for a certain amount of your body weight. <sighs> um, your actual body weight for bench, which is mm. the most challenging part of that workout. Mm. Um, especially if you're a bigger girl. Right. And then the clean. So the, of course mm. the deadlift and the clean were just like easy peasy. Right. Um, we did it for the first time. Like when I was living in New York for my mm-hmm. birthday and mm-hmm. it was like a whole group of us and we did it mm-hmm. and it was so much fun. Cause then we got wasted afterwards, but okay. I like it. Yeah. It was fantastic. <laughs> it was one of the best days ever, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah, it, it takes so much time for the boys. It's relatively easy cause the bench is nothing for yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. just nothing for them. Right. So right, I was right. like, I have to finish this in under like an hour or like mm-hmm. 55 minutes. It's just like a long grueling workout because yeah. if you're benching like, if your body can't press it back up, you just got to sit yeah. there and wait. Or yeah. it rolls on you, you got to roll it off and put it back <laughs> up. So Listen. That's my favorite one. And it's just, it's a barbell stuff. Like, I yeah. just love a bar. Yep. yep. So there's Same. that. 
And then, oh, your favorite and your least favorite CrossFit movement. And my least favorite would be, oh, bleh, let's think. This is difficult. Um, CrossFit Open Workout 14. Mm. Nope. Uh, oh, this is hard. No. 15.5. The thrusters and the rower. Girl. <laughs> that is That's, that was that workout was one of the few workouts. I think that was like the one the workout that made me cry. I cried three really? different times. Wow. wow. So I had to do it twice. Uh, yeah. And if you do that the first time you feel it, like, this is the one like the very few times I was rolling around on the ground, like in pain. <laughs> no, no. And I was like, I'm not doing that again. I said, right. Nope, I'm only doing it one time. And there mm-hmm. were, then they called me up or texted me up, they're like Q, we need to do. We need, we need you to have to do it again for the team. I was like, excuse me. Uh uh-uh. uh. Like, I told you I'm doing it once. I just said once. Once means once. I said what I said, and they were like, please. And I was like, okay, fine. Y'all don't wow. talk to me. I don't want to hear any. I don't mm-hmm. want to see any of your faces. Mm-hmm. So I got onto the rower. I cried. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it didn't even start yet, and <laughs> I just knew what was about to happen. Right. So I cried at the beginning. I cried in the middle and I cried at the end again when I was rolling around on the ground. So mm. yeah, it was that it, it's, oh, you go to a yeah. real bad place for that workout. That sounds terrible. It's awful. <laughs> it's awful. Um, ugh, just thinking about it makes me sick because it's yeah. just so bad. Yeah. And, um, yeah. least favorite CrossFit movement. Yep. Thrusters. Because mm. you know, there's light. just nothing. But there's, there's not. You can't cheat them. You can't you use can't. momentum. No. You go. You just got to go up and down. Up and down. That's all you're doing. <laughs> is just going up and down. And I'm not. I don't love cardio. At least mm-hmm. if it was like heavy, I have like a little bit of advantage. Right. But since it's so light for me, I have yeah. to kind of move fast. Yeah. And you're just. Yeah. It's just bad. Yeah. I do not like thrusters. I am 100% in, in agreement with you on that. That's so. disgusting. Yes. So let's talk a little bit then about how you kind of got into only lifting from there. I mean, obviously it's a, you know, it, it's kind of, it makes sense, you know, and I think a lot of only lifters kind of got there from CrossFit, yeah. but how did you, what was your sort of personal foray into that? So, um, there was grid at one point. Do you remember mm-hmm. grid? I do remember. Grid. Like, I, I do remember went, grid. <laughs> I actually went to a game. You did? I did. I went to a game in Maryland and both um, Elizabeth Akinwale and Taylor Stallings were there. And I pretty much got my entire black ass. Like, you know what? <laughs> were you there? Wait. I, hold on. I, I see how you there. I think you might have been there. Yeah, because I remember being, we went there. Oh my gosh. You're trying to think. It okay, was it so, was in PG County in Maryland. And yes. it was at a um it's called the Oh God. Oh Jesus. It's called the PG County Sports Complex. I think it and, was like a big complex. So yes. if we were going down the grid, yep. the audience was to the right. Yep. Yep. Okay, that's right. I was there. Bitch. <laughs> you were there? I was How did there. I not catch on. Oh, I was God. there. It was crazy. It was, it was amazing. That was literally one of the most fun experiences I have ever had in my life. Grid it was, was so much fun. Awesome. It was That's just, right. uh, I guess I just What was the team that you played for initially? I was on the, boss, the Boston yep. Iron. Yep. You were there. I you said I remember. <laughs> I remember you. <laughs> <laughs> I was there. I think I had that my hair awesome. and a ponytail and it was braided. So I remember this I think picture so. of me. I was in the air jumping on a box and my hair was floating in the, my ponytail was floating in the air. Yep. 
I remember I that. I remember that. Yep. Wow. Um, okay, so sorry. We just went off. <laughs> we just like, oh, Anyway, grid. so you were grid. Um, and then, okay. So I was doing grid. And with grid, you specialize in something. Right. So in crossfade, to be good at everything, grid, you right. specialize in something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I was a barbell specialist. Mm-hmm. And then... um. Chad um, Wesley Smith from Juggernaut approached yeah. me. He's like, "Have mm-hmm. you thought about just doing like, like Olympic weightlifting?" And I mm-hmm. said, "Ah, uh, not really, but it would be fun." Yeah. <laughs> and so he's like, "Well, why don't you just like come to camp, um, hang out with Max, who's my coach, mm-hmm. um, hang out with uh, hang out with Max, and just see if you like it or not." Okay. And so I went down to Costa Mesa. Mm-hmm. So at the time they had a training center and um, this big CrossFit gym. Mm-hmm. I think it was Left Coast CrossFit. And um, so it was, who was there? Because there was mostly weightlifters. Uh-huh. And then there was what they called the CrossFitter corner. Okay, not the corner. <laughs> so it was my friend Jackie Perez. Mm-hmm. And then I think was Nicole there or was it um, Sarah Lugman? I don't remember. I think it was Sarah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so we're there. We're in the CrossFit corner. Mm-hmm. So I was like on the left side of all the platforms and all the weightlifters right. there. And then we started lifting, and they were like, holy shit. But I was happy. So apparently yeah. weightlifters aren't very <laughs> happy people. Really? Or at least the ones that, like, were there in that uh-huh. specific moment. Okay. Or maybe they were just very serious. Right. Because a lot of them had trained at the, the Olympic Training Center, like in Colorado oh, okay. Springs. So they were yeah. there forever. Right. And they're just like the shit and in their mm-hmm. bubble. Mm-hmm. So then you have these bubbly ass CrossFitters who right. barely know how to freaking lift shit. <laughs> like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Like, why are you here? Mm-hmm. And like, somebody who was somebody legitimately asked me, like, why are you so happy? And I'm just like, what? Uh, life? <laughs> like, what do you mean? <laughs> and like, every time I would see him, it was just every time I had training camp, it was like months and months and months. It was just like, he would just shake his head. But I mm-hmm. would get him to smile. So that made me like, I would get them to smile. So I would be like, okay, I'm good. I'm the mm-hmm. weird one. Mm-hmm. But like, I can still lift and they still think I'm cool, kind of. Right. But right. um, but ultimately, Jackie and them kicked me out of the CrossFit corner because mm-hmm. I was lifting heavy stuff. And oh. So I got caught. Choose a side, man. I, I got banished <laughs> a little bit. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> during training. But that's where it all started. And after that weekend, they're like, yeah, you just have to lift. And I said, mm-hmm. okay. So, okay. and I wanted to try something new. So, and I happen to be pretty good at it. So mm-hmm. I've been mm-hmm. weightlifting since then. Ah, okay. Okay. And then you just kind of transitioned into, so you you coach CrossFit and Oli or just CrossFit? So I do both. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then I'll do more once the belly goes away. Ah, okay. We'll get <laughs> yeah, to I'll be able bit. to do more. I'm going to start mm-hmm. doing adding like more Olympic weightlifting classes, just like okay. in the Reno area. Cause right now, right. like we only offer the class um, at my gym at Black Iron. Mm-hmm. We have it on Thursdays. So I think when things kind of like settle down, um, I'll definitely be adding in more okay. like classes and do that more. So yeah. Okay. Okay. So um, what is, so I have a couple of questions about kind of coaching since we we're talking about that. Um, what's your biggest pest? pet peeve as a coach oh gosh um well people that are late i hate people that are late to class Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it drives me nuts Mm -hmm. i don't know i just feel like it's inconsiderate to other people yeah who especially get there early Mm -hmm. and a lot of people like i coach in the morning so they have like shit they have to do right and 
In the same token, I want to make sure that you get everything that we can possibly get done within this hour. Yeah. So get all yeah. the skill done. If you're missing mm -hmm. the warm up, then you have to try to catch up and you're yeah. not fully and, like, and not and it's dangerous. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It mm -hmm. isn't just something you just kind of jump in. Yeah, you can't jump into a lot. <laughs> so I'll get there and I'll put them on blast when they're late. Um, <laughs> when they're late. Right. I think I don't see them coming late. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, Caitlin. Welcome. Right. <laughs> like I'm so glad you could join us. So glad you could join us today. Ooh, so let me, let yeah, me take I'm notes like, if I ever find myself in Reno. You better <laughs> Don't show be up early. <laughs> <laughs> show up early. Um, I actually, there's not many things that piss me off. Mm -hmm. Um, what does bother me are people, and this isn't actually. It's funny. It doesn't happen with women a lot. Mm -hmm. It's with guys that oh come in and that usually have never done CrossFit. Of course, but they and, know all the things. But they know all a, all the things, and then they want to lift the RX weights. Yes, and I'm and I don't like I can just watch them during the warm up and just mm -hmm. with a PVC pipe and yeah. just be like, hey, that ain't gonna work. The, bro. We aren't gonna do this. <laughs> I'm trying to keep you safe. I'm responsible right. for you. Right. So. Like the ones that grab stuff and mm -hmm. I say no, or they get like an attitude right. about it. Mm -hmm. And then I, of course, stay patient and I just try to like explain to them yeah. like why this is a thing and give them scenarios and like, okay, if you do this weight, you just did this weight for one and you almost died. And right. You, how you, you be how able you to do keep it for more reps? Bro. Yeah. For more reps <laughs> and for 20 minutes. Right. Like think about it mm -hmm. and they'll get sassy. And sometimes I'm like, okay, <clears throat> You can put this weight on here just so they can learn a lesson. Yep. And then they'll look at me kind of sad during the workout because they're dying. <laughs> I'll look at you sad. And I'm like, what did I say? And, and their and egos won't let them like, stop. Yeah. Or I'll just be like, take the weight off. And then right. they, they don't say anything. So right. Right. I just want people, I like people that are coachable. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be sense. coachable. That makes like, sense. Especially if you've never done something before. How are you just going right. to roll in there like, yeah, I'm going to do this. And I'm going to be like, no. Nah. I keep it. I keep it very, very honest and truthful. I don't right. sugarcoat stuff. Mm -hmm. So if you're not ready for something, I'm gonna tell you you're I'm not let ready. You know. yeah. yeah, girl, they learned their lesson. <laughs> um, so speaking of advice, so let's say there's folks out there because um, I think it's it seems it's a little less this way now. But um, you know, I think like you said earlier, when people think about CrossFit, especially our folk, they're like. That's what rich white. That's what white folks do. Yeah, we don't because do that because they just don't see a lot of us doing it, right? Right. Um, but I think one of the, I won't say few good things about social media, but one of the good things about social media is that there is more visibility, you know, through you know the chocolate bar and Queens of Weightlifting and all of these different pages that are highlighting, you know women of color in strength sports, right? Yeah. So what would you say to um, a woman of color who, you know, like, again, maybe in her area, she doesn't see a lot of folks or she, you know, listens to the rumors like, oh my God, you could die. CrossFit is dangerous. It's going to hurt your back. Like what, what advice would you give them about trying out CrossFit? I would just tell them to do it and not listen to the bullshit. Because mm -hmm, that's basically mm -hmm. what I did. Everybody right. said, oh, CrossFit's dangerous. Right. All the right. articles and mm -hmm. this and that. It wasn't mm -hmm. so much for me, in my case, it wasn't like, oh, because there isn't any black people doing it. Right. Because I was always like, well, I could be the first. Right. So it's right. fine. I was like, so it's fine. And I can, right. like, people can find a kind of follow suit if yeah. they see it. Um, but, like, if you want to try it, just try right. it. Like right. I just, for me, that's like just a simple concept because I've never been the type of person to be like, 
oh, well, I really haven't seen anybody do this before, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I'm just not going to do it. Right. Just like out of fear. Right. Like if I want to do something, I'm going to try it. And if it doesn't okay. work out, I'm going to try harder to see if I can do it. And if it isn't meant for me, then I just won't do it. Right. But I don't want to like go back and just regret not trying. Not trying. To do it. Awesome. So right. just you, go and just jump in. You heard it here, sisters. Just, just get in there and do just it. Just get in there and do it. And then um, especially if you're in an area, because there's CrossFit gyms everywhere. Right. I tell people that not all CrossFit gyms are created equally. Mm-hmm. So definitely do your research and yeah. drop into the gyms. Right. To make sure, A, you like the community. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you like the space, right. how they run the classes, the programming, all of that stuff. Like those are all really, really important things that you yeah. want to look at. Right. Because there are some places that do not have great coaches. Exactly. They have no idea what they're doing. Right. Like they don't know shit. So. Yeah. Go in, drop in, mm-hmm. at least take your fundamentals or do something. If it's shit, then you can just go somewhere else. Right. Yeah. Right. I like it. So speaking of that, um, one of the reasons that I really wanted to chat with you um, kind of pick dovetails off that a little bit, um, I guess about, a, was it 2017 maybe? Um I think that you are one of few athletes and certainly few black athletes to call out the lack of diversity in the quote unquote fitness space. I definitely remember the infamous post that you made. Oh, I do too. And calling out and calling in fitness companies about representation and, you know, the shit storm that, that came out of that. Um, you know, I know you got a lot of flack for it. Um, and you got support too. I mean, I certainly was, was like, yes, girl. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> Why was it important to you to speak out um, on that? Well, it was important to me just because, like, in the sports that I was in, for the most part, there mm-hmm. weren't, like, prominent like women of color, especially black women, right. that I could really look up to. Mm-hmm. And it's a little bit easier now with social media now. So, like you yeah. said, um, it's a lot easier to kind of find somebody that right. you ha- that does what you probably want to do or have an interest in doing. It's not hard mm-hmm. to find mm-hmm. um, or not as hard to find. Um, but I found that, like, I didn't have that growing up. Mm-hmm. And I know, like, representation matters. So when you see somebody that looks like you doing something that looks really, really cool. Right. And you thought, oh, well, I didn't know our people did that or that we mm-hmm. could. Or even if that was, like, a thing. Some people right. don't even know CrossFit was a thing. Right. Um, or Olympic weightlifting. Mm-hmm. So me making it a point to voice that. Mm-hmm. And then with like these companies and not showing like yes. black women and right. people of color in their ads. Right. Like, and different bodies. And, really. Yeah. And different bodies mm-hmm. like in mm-hmm. their ads or on their posts and like just going through your Instagram feed and like all oh, these bitches look the same, man. Exactly. And it's just like <laughs> so stupid. And they don't act like th- that. We ain't got no money to buy shit. Right. So right. or they throw in their one racially ambiguous person. Yeah. They're like, see, you we like, believe in diversity. Uh-uh. I'm like, no, no that doesn't count. No, no <laughs> doesn't not even count. not even close. So there's still, like, <laughs> still certain companies that I still won't buy. Right. From. Right. Um, and they like start to bring some people into color in there. But for me, it's too late. I don't know. It's right. just damaged exactly. <laughs> Well, and I mean, to that point, it's like, okay, so 
just like everything else y'all like Columbus y'all latest shit and y'all see that we are a viable market and we are a great demographic and now you want to come trying to uh-uh no no, no thank you no. I would rather spend my money my african-american coins with some small black owned companies or women of color or you know whatever so I'm good over here exactly it was just really mm -hmm. frustrating it yeah. was supremely frustrating yeah so yeah. yeah I had to like just say something because that particular day I was going through my feed and I was mm -hmm. just like where like are all the where are the dark faces like yeah. where's the melanin there's none of that anywhere yeah. I was mm -hmm. like why don't like uh, there's nobody that looks like me right so right. i was like okay my, i'm just i was over it so i just yeah. had to go off i just i mean I, I think and i think you know i don't i don't know if you realize the impact that you had on so many women like i literally just kind of got goosebumps reading that post because there were so many folks that chimed up like yo you know you've basically been speaking what's in our head or you know you like this is something that's bothered me too or you know and and i think it also started a great conversation with a lot of these companies out here that are catering to other markets like you know girl and Co courtney and right. you know girls who powerlift and a lot of these other companies sisters of powerlifting and it's like you know i think it opened the you know, sort of floodgates for them to get visibility and have the opportunity to, you know, produce, you know, stuff for us and stuff that we want to buy. So, yes. you know, I just, I want to personally thank you for that because I think you really made a difference for a lot of people in general. Oh, thank um, you. It was important. Day, so. It had to be sad. Yeah. And, I, yeah. Had and like, it, I mean, I think it has to keep being sad. Yeah, you know it has I mean? to always keep being reiterated over right. and over and over right. until like, it gets drilled in people's heads because yeah. they're like, oh, okay, whatever. And then it's back to like the old same shit. Yeah. And I think I appreciated it too. And a lot of folks did because there are a lot of folks on social media um, who are, you know, whatever, Instagram celebs, whatever. They have sponsors of all these things. And they talk the talk about, you know, being, um, you know, supporting diversity and anti-racism and all these other things but they're not going to use their platform for it uh -uh. because you know that's that's going to affect them adversely so yes. you know being brave enough just to be like yo this is my life and this is what i live you know and 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 not giving a shit about that you know i think again you know that that's that's dope because a lot of people wouldn't and still won't do it. Nope. You know, and I and they think we they think we don't see them, but I see you, girl. Yeah. I see you. Wink. So, you know, <laughs> we girl that, that mm, we might have to have an offline discussion about that. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, so I really wanted to, you know, just kind of find out, you know, sort of what that experience was like for you and how did that change or affect you? That whole, like I said, you know, the shit show, the the flack, the support. Like, how did that kind of change you that day? I was I was actually really proud of myself for doing it because again like mm -hmm. not many people do that but I was just right. so fed up with it and I honestly yeah. didn't care like right. if people had problems with what I had to say like they mm -hmm. can go kick rocks it's whatever like feel it's free to deal. unfollow <laughs> yeah it's very easy if you don't mm -hmm. agree with what I have to say or you feel like it's not important then right oh, oh well right. um it's funny with like with Instagram, like I'll say stuff and I don't really have to say many things after that to people right. just mm -hmm. because I have so many supporters. Yeah. So those Oh girl, we listen, we will go in. <laughs> I, I never we have to worry about it. Cause in. I'm like, oh, that person said this. 
I ain't I gonna say like, nothing oh, though. Do we need to squat up? Because I know several I, times I was like, let me take these earrings off real quick and get these fingers to move. And they just go. Cause I'm like, yep. I'll wait like two minutes. Mm-hmm. Sure enough. Yep. And then there's just attack, attack, attack. And then yep. they just kind of retreat. And I'm like, and you're okay. like, well, that takes care of that. Yeah. I don't have to say it's like, it's, it's very rare because you know I don't mess around when people say shit. Right. And exactly. I will like go off and I'll put mm-hmm. them on blast. Like yep. the pork chop situation. Listen. <laughs> but look, like I said, my fingers was red to go. Earrings so were all bad. Vaseline was on my face. I was like, oh, this is what we doing tonight? Because I got plenty of time. Oh, I was just so mad that oh, and I was like, mm-hmm. I'm all hormonal, hormonal and shit. Right, right. And right. I just wanted my two pork chops. Right. And then you gonna tell me that? I was like, Girl, uh uh-uh. uh. Nope. Yeah. No, no, not no. Tonight. Not tonight. They're Satan. gonna learn. So mm-hmm. I usually find if I say or bring up stuff like that, usually right. it's not a problem. Yeah. Later on. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, nobody's really talked about me and my food habits since then. Okay. <laughs> they better not be, pregnant. Leave look, me alone. We be watching. Okay. <laughs> I don't um, always watch. <laughs> so I also wanted to talk a little bit about um, you know, again, one of the things that I, you know, really admire about you just in terms of of you being an athlete and and you know just sort of being and being authentic to who you are right so i want to talk about three sort of what i call iconic moments um and kind of get your your you know what you were thinking about what your thoughts were at that time Mm -hmm. so the first one is when you got your um american record snatch yeah that was cool It was, it was cool. Great. It was obviously. I wish it was prettier. That's mm-hmm. honestly what I was thinking about. Right. It's just because it wasn't like it was clean. But right. my my coach calls me. He's like, "You're just so athletic. If you if a bar's in front of me, I can catch it and make it right. work. I can put myself right. in the position to catch mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those where the bar kind of got away from me." Mm-hmm. And I got like super mobile, like super right. human like and just mm-hmm. kind of made it happen. Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't like the prettiest lift. So if anything, right. I was being very critical of myself because it mm-hmm. like it could have put people up for like a debate on like right. this and that. And they always right. like, to compare people. So of course in my weight class, Jenny mm-hmm. Arthur is mm-hmm. the queen. Mm-hmm. Right, she is, right. She is queen. Yes. She is she's queen. <laughs> Um, so, and they like to just like pit people right against one another. I'm like, why mm-hmm. can't we just all be great? Like, exactly. it's not, why do you have to do, like, why do people have to do that? Right. So, um, basically, yeah, there was a whole scandal on hookup about it, mm-hmm. about that lift. Cause mm-hmm. I beat a record and then yeah. there was this whole shit show on hook mm-hmm. grip. Mm. And I guess that's like one of the few times on Hook on Hook Grip's Instagram where like the comments were just like, oh, it was just fighting. It was just right. pure this oh, it was just horrible yeah. stuff. I was just really upset because I remember that particular day. I remember seeing it and all mm-hmm. the hateful shit. Yeah, and um, I was just so mad, and I commented mm-hmm. back, and then I did an Insta story on it. Right, and I was I was crying. I was literally mm-hmm. crying because I was just mm-hmm. so upset that they can just yeah, like ruin that, that for me. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I was I was just pissed, mm-hmm. and then I took it down because I got, yeah, I don't even talk about that. But yeah, I hear you. I <laughs> um, hear you. Uh, so with that, I was just mostly just looking at the lift. It was super exciting, yeah. but I wanted mm-hmm. it to be like cleaner, just because I'm a perfectionist. What, what was the record just for the record? Oh shit! What was that record? It was one. Oh my god! How did I forget? It's one. It was one oh seven. 
So kil- kil- kilos, right? And yeah, 107 kilos. So if you don't know kilos, you multiply that number by 2.2. Okay. Okay. And that equals 235 pounds. Hello. Yeah. Okay. So, or what is it? 108. I don't even remember my own record. No, it was 108. Mm -hmm. Stand by. Mm -hmm. I don't remember my own damn record. (laughs) Because I tried to beat it. Okay. So then we'll talk about this next one. Mm-hmm, um, because mm-hmm. it was at the Arnold with the singlet. We'll talk about that. I was oh my, is that are you it? looking at my notes? No, what is that it right now? Yes. Okay, bitch. what segues into that? Oh my god! So yes, my iconic moment number two was wearing the Kente singlet. Yes, this ma'am. Is, are you looking at my window? That was crazy. <laughs> yes. So that one, that mm-hmm. me. Oh, I was. Ooh, first of all, that singlet was bomb. That singlet, first of all, let me, I was like, my old ass is about to start only lifting because <laughs> I need to wear that. Okay. Fantastic. And my teammate, Janice Akamoto, mm-hmm. she, mm-hmm. um, she lifts weights, but she was also a figure skater and she made yeah. like outfits. Right. And so me and my teammate, Alyssa Ritchie, we were like, we're tired of like all these like boring ass outfits. Right. Like we were, we were both gymnasts. Yeah. So, and we're used like legless singlets Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. for like for the most part not many people wear right um but you can but you can and it's Mm -hmm. totally fine um so we were like we're gonna do some fun stuff and i was like oh i have to have it i saw the fabric and i was like i must do something with this the day i saw that shit i was just like this is this is a moment oh it was fabulous i love that thing but then of course Mm -hmm. it got ruined on multiple things so we i was trying to go break my own record and um, I made the lift. I got mm-hmm. all white lights. Mm-hmm. And you can see, like, you can see the whole thing. I was so excited. I was jumping around. My coach was excited. And then they made them all red. And what? we That's right. Yeah. And we still don't know. Still don't know about that shit. It was all questionable. But I what, think everybody knew that I made that lift. Huh? Did they give you a reason? No, they didn't give me a reason. They never gave Girl, me a reason. stop it. Are you kidding me right now? Because, oh no, they didn't give me a reason. So, um, because that was another reason I was pissed off. So I, I had like no idea. I was like, obviously, like you all gave me white lights. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, and there wasn't even like a stop so they could discuss it. Mm-hmm. It was like white lights. And then they all switched to red. We're like, what the fuck? And you can kind of right. hear like the gasp. Like, mm-hmm. huh? Like what yeah. happened? And, like, I think that was one of the most watched videos or lifts over and over and over again because people just That's didn't crazy. understand it and so i thought it was a good lift too because when you have like the president and other people of um usaw telling you like that was a good lift then right. i was just like okay but still i was mad because that was my record and i could have right. broken it and they fucked it up for me Ugh. but i was just like it's okay there'll be other yeah. meets yep and i can just yep, do it yep, again yep. but what mm-hmm. really made me sad is as soon as that happened and i was obviously upset very emotional then they come in the back talking about oh well you can't wear that singlet because this this and this and mm-hmm. i'm like what and we're like mm-hmm. we looked up the rules specifically right. so that like i got this made they're like well you can't have the sleeves like this and you, they need to be so and so so i had to cut my sleeves to my singlet off because mm-hmm. they can't mm-hmm. be past mm-hmm. your elbows right but you can wear like a long sleeve shirt underneath the singlet Right. So right. it has to be like, yeah. So it was this whole thing. So instead of just switching it, I was just like, fuck it. I'm just going to cut the sleeves off above my elbows. So mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. real pissy. I was just so annoyed with the whole thing. It was right. just, they just ruined it. 
that right. need for me. And then, of course, my injury happened. My injury triggered during cleaning jerks, which it always does. It's like my mm-hmm. trap, and it goes to my ear. So then I'm like Quasimodo, <laughs> and it was just it was just bad. It was bad. I still won, but I was still pissed off. So mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. whatever. But that oh, that single was beautiful. Yeah, that and again, I, I think for a lot of people that like really sparked something. You know, I, and as a matter of fact, I remember when. Um, um, Shireen, who runs Sisters of Powerlifting, when we were kind of talking about when she was getting started, and she's like, you know, I want to sing it like that for powerlifting. I was like, girl, go look at Kiana's singlet that Joyce made. I don't know what is, but you need to find that. You need, you need to, to figure out how to do it. That. You need to figure it out. Oh, so. but the other part of that that was so fucked up was mm-hmm. when I put the picture or when people saw me, mm-hmm. like there are other broads that wore legless singlets. Right. Exactly. And then all of a sudden, the black girl wears a legless singlet, and it's, it's fun. A and then all of a sudden, I'm a thought. Right. And all the name calling happened. That was so ridiculous. And then like, oh, well, she's not good enough to be wearing that. I'm like, excuse me? I, oh. I'm sorry, my record says different. Oh, yeah, exactly. I was like, seriously? I, I, I was, uh, it was just... And it's just interesting to me how the moment that we decide to show you know pride in our culture and you know uplift ourselves and all of these things it's a problem i'm like so y'all don't watch gymnastics or figure skating exactly like what's the big deal like, it's not a big deal and why are you trying to like sexualize me and all this other shit anyway it was just fun, exactly. something fun for me to wear i right. thought it was pretty i wanted to have fun when i was lifting yeah. that's all it was and, and see, so you better than me, because I'd have been like, but I'm a thought with an American record sample. <laughs> so what's up? What's up? Oh, God. It was so bad. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. that was another one of those posts mm-hmm. I had to write. Because yeah. it was just like this double standard. I was like, how come these bitches can wear it? But then it's a big deal when I wear it, just because I'm sorry I have more ass. Exactly. And more titties. Like, exactly. that's your problem that you see me like that. Right. Like, right. I don't I don't know what to tell you. It has nothing to do with your athleticism. Yeah, not at all. Not at so, all. But, you know, that's how they do black folk. I mean, <sighs> like you said, Serena, hello. Serena. You know, it's the same thing all the time. It's just like, you know, when do, when do we ever get a fucking break? Like, can we just no. do anything? I just, you know? Just let me lift. Just let me lift. Let, let me, me have lift fun too. and let me live. Right? <sighs> So iconic moment number three before you read my mind again. Okay, I don't. Um, I'm trying to think of what it possibly could be, but I don't know this one, so I can't. Okay, what is it? So iconic moment number three for me was when you shared the platform with Taylor Stallings and Shakasia Johnson. Do you remember that? Oh, that was majestic. Yes, that picture. Like I said, I I don't. You know, I, I'm I'm firmly in the CrossFit slash powerlifting world, but I was like, bitch, I'm about to be a, a, a lifter <laughs> I'm today. Lifting. I mean, that there was just something about that that just like it just sent chills down my spine. So, tell us a little bit about what specifically um, what uh, meet that was and what you felt like that what, day. Were we in Chicago? Was that in Grand Rapids? I think I'm it might have been remember. in Grand Rapids. Was it Grand Rapids? No. It wasn't Grand Rapids. Was it Grand Rapids? No, because Jenny was in Grand Rapids. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was like the first meet I competed against Jenny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's when I, yeah, that's the first meet I competed against Jenny was in Grand Rapids. So I think this one, that one was in Chicago. Okay. So I remember getting pizza afterwards. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. my mom came. Um, but yeah, because we always like, it's funny in the back. 
Like mm-hmm. a lot of people are just like super focused. And obviously, yeah, you're focused. Right. But whenever me, Talar, and Jacasia are in the back, mm-hmm. like we still like talk to each other, even though we're in the same damn weight class. Right. Like we we just aren't bitchy like that towards right. one another. Like, right. yeah, I'm trying to like hit certain numbers and yeah, I might want to beat you, but I'm not going to be nasty towards cheer- you. And I can still cheer for you. Yeah. You know? And we'll still watch each other and still support each other. Mm-hmm. We call each other the chocolate drops. <laughs> I love it. So I love it. <laughs> chocolate drops. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that particular meet, all three of us were there. And then we all happened to get on the platform. And it mm-hmm. was so cool because you can tell we were just so excited. Yeah. And it was just yeah. so fun because, like, nobody had ever seen that before. Like, that exactly never happened. Exactly. Like ever in USAW mm-hmm. that I can think exactly. of. Exactly. Ever. Exactly. It's just it was, like chocolate drops like said, all up on the platform. It was it majestic. Was yeah, it was one I of the best that moments. Picture. I remember ever. just clicking on it all day, like, oh my God, y'all. I was showing it to everybody and they were like, uh my mom was like, Who? I was like, Mama, never mind what they doing. Just look at this. Isn't this amazing? She was like, Where did clothes at? I was like, Listen. <laughs> <laughs> we don't wear clothes. Just kidding. <laughs> She's like, They're pretty though. I was like, Yes, it's just iconic moment. Trust me on this. Like this is so, a big that's a big this deal. Is a, this is a big deal. And yeah. like I said, you know, just, just the thought that there might be some little brown girl somewhere look, seeing that and being like, oh, wow, what is this? And is this something I can do? Yeah. So, you know, I just, uh, those three things really stand out to me, um, just kind of about, um, you know, sort of your your lifting career thus far. Oh, uh, so. yeah. Well, you know, this is usually the segment where I ask people kind of what they have coming up, you know, competition-wise, projects, things like that. But, I, and I want to know about it. And you are actually working on a very special project right now. Yeah. Um, do you want to tell us a little bit about that? I'm creating a human. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> it's so hard. Indeed. It's Indeed. so hard. Indeed. Oh, God. Indeed. So that's like the thing. And mm-hmm. how far along are you now? I am. I'll be 22 weeks on Wednesday. Ooh. Yeah, so I'm past halfway. Shit's getting real. I only have like, what, mm-hmm. 18 more weeks unless he decides to pop out early. Right. Don't say that. I know. Oh, my God. I feel like he is. I just, I swear to God, he is. It's stay like, put, hush puppy, stay, stay put. inside. Stay inside. But, um, yeah. So that's, when you found out, oh God. were you like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's I, not a food, baby. It's like, what is, what? Because I remember, because I actually posted about this on Instagram, I think it was maybe last week or the week before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, people were just kind of like wondering like how it all happened. Because people usually tell their stories and all that crap. Right. So um, that particular weekend, it was, I remember the date, of course. It was October mm-hmm. 5th. Mm-hmm. And I was about to go work um, for one of my sponsors, bodybuilding.com. I was going uh-huh. to Utah to shoot mm-hmm. with them. And I was packing. I was like three hours away from getting on the flight. Right. I was at home. And then I just happened to see the date. And I looked at the wall and I said, oh, <laughs> like, wait a shit. minute. <laughs> and I immediately jumped in my car, mm-hmm. went and got some pregnancy tests, came back, peed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just thinking to myself, how? Right. How? Just right. because we took the precautions mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you're just like, I was that fucking 1%. I was that it, 1%. Listen, that listen. shit does not work. And mm-hmm. I was like, how? How, Sway? How? Mm-hmm. I was there when we did the things. 
Right. And we got right. the things just in case. <laughs> we did case. all the things. <laughs> we got the things. This was supposed to not happen. But he right. was a Spartan. Listen. And he wanted to be made. It, and nothing was going to stop and him. And nothing was going to stop him. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he was created. And mm. October 5th is when I found out. Mm-hmm. And I was in shock, but I was also very excited. That's awesome. I was super excited. I freaked out, of course, because I was yeah. like, well, was not expecting this to happen at all. Right. Wasn't prepared for this. But like right. well, in most cases, who the fuck is prepared exactly. anyway? Exactly. So, yeah, exactly. that's when it happened. And the first trimester sucked. It was yeah. awful. Yeah. Just yeah, awful. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, I have to. I remember one specific day. I had like a cold or some type of something because it gets like it's dry here. Yeah. And it's depressing kind of mm-hmm, sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I was in bed. I just felt miserable. And I just woke like I walked into the kitchen. My best friend and her husband were in there. And I just had a breakdown. Aww. I was like, I'm just so tired. I don't know if I could do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was like they're like what can we do for you and I'm like I don't know <laughs> I was like I don't know if I could get through right. seven more months of this shit right. but it's gotten better I'm in mm-hmm. that honeymoon phase right now yeah. I guess I only Got have your like what? yeah I only have like what four more weeks of it Yeah, I feel like it, the second one went by so fast right Right. But that's when I've actually like had my energy and was able to work mm-hmm. out because that first trimester, it was not happening. It was a wrap. Oh no. <laughs> there was like it was like work right back to bed. Like sleep, yeah. Yeah. There yeah. was no working out. I was like, I don't even care about working out. I'm just yeah. trying to survive, so I just gotta go to bed. Survival mode. Yeah. So speaking of training, how how has your training changed um, um since you've been pregnant? And like what sort of things, what kind of modifications have you made? Like what and you're working with with someone kind of specifically that works with women who are uh, pregnant postpartum, right? Right. Okay. So um, as soon as I found out, that's mm-hmm. like the second thing I thought about was, oh, there goes lifting, <laughs> right, for a right. little bit, yeah. because I was not going to mess up all the work that I did in terms of like my bar path, yeah, and like technique. Yeah. Like some people they'll do cleans, they'll do snatches and stuff until like their pregnancy, but I was like, I'm not about that life. Right. I'll just like cut it out. I'll still squat. I can still deadlift. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. still like a lot of things that I can do. Right. And we talk about like risk versus reward a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that wasn't a risk I was about to take. So I was just right. like, I'll just chill on the Olympic yeah. lifting. I, I think maybe two weeks ago was like the last time I did like power cleans mm-hmm. and I'm done with them. Like right. jump roping, that was out. I yeah. think maybe I did... Like, after I announced I did, no, before mm-hmm. I did a workout, then I announced, and after that workout, like, I could do double unders, but I was like, nope, not doing yeah. this from from a, pelv- from a pelvis and all that shit. Right, right, and, right. And, like, jumping, it's just not a thing. So, yeah. um, um, my coach's name is Brianna Battles, and she worked with... Oh, she's a great woman, I'm sure. Oh, she's fantastic. <laughs> yes, she worked yes. um, with Lindsay Valenzuela... Mm-hmm. Um, Miranda Altraz, like mm-hmm. all these like really really good CrossFitters who right. basically were like I'm pregnant help me figure out how to do this safely right? and how I'm able to postpartum get my shit back together mm-hmm. so that I could potentially like A get healthy and make sure that my core and my pelvic right. floor is still nice and solid so yeah. I can just kind of continue on right? Um, so as soon as I found out I was like I have to get her Mm-hmm. have to get her to help me because yeah like there's a possibility i might want to lift again but even if i don't right. lift again 
I still want like my core, my pelvic health to be yeah. like on point. That's key. And it's not talked about a lot, like mm-hmm. working out or anything like pregnancy and postpartum related when it comes to like fitness and working out. Right. And people kind of still have like this mindset that like they kind of live in like the 40s and 50s. Like yeah. you shouldn't be doing anything. Like you're mm-hmm. gonna do this and this. Like I had to like sit. I had to just talk to my mom. Cause she like will see my yeah. post and just like. Yeah. I don't think you should be doing that. Boo. Right. Why are you doing that? I'm like, ma, you need to relax. Right. Like, I got I'm this. fine. Yeah. Like, I'm perfectly fine. This is actually, like, good for me for mm-hmm. when I actually go to give birth. Yeah. Like, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, um, I got her and I've learned so much from her and I'm actually mm-hmm. going to be taking, um, her coaching certification because I want to be able to teach other women Oh, awesome. Yeah, about this because everybody's getting pregnant or going to be mm-hmm. pregnant at some point possibly in their life or they mm-hmm. already had mm-hmm. kids, right. but they didn't know anything about like pelvic floor diastasis or yeah. like prolapsing in your shit coming through your vagina. Like they don't. Oh, Lord, I know. <laughs> See, nobody knows about this stuff. And they're like, excuse me, what? Right. And, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then like jump rope. Oh, I pee when I jump rope. Okay. Well, that's not say, normal. Yeah. Like that's pee not pee normal. on the platform. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be like peeing on the platform. Especially right. like this is, these are things you have to take care of. It's not, yeah. it's not, it's not good for you. Right. So, um, that's something definitely that I'm going to be getting into because mm-hmm. it's really important to me, especially yeah. now that I've seen that there's like nothing really on it. Right. Um, right. And we have to let mamas know. Yes. We have to yes. let mama know. And I think it's interesting because, you know, on the on the powerlifting side, I see a lot of, um, you know, discussion about that and like, you know, peeing on the platform and stuff like that. Yeah. And, you know, me, I'm black. I'm like, that is not cute. Um, <laughs> and I, I, I understand that, you know, people want to sort of, you know, let women know that they're not alone and that there are a lot of women that sort of deal with this. But, the you know, the thing I sort of think is, OK, it may be common but it's not normal but it's not exactly so like it, and it's something yeah. that you can kind of work on and and you know which will help you have a better quality of life yes. so i i think that's amazing that you want to sort of you know work in that space because it's definitely needed yeah because we see it like everybody knows especially in like olympic weightlifting they know who the peers are like in oh. yeah i know like in the different weight classes like people know who the peeing people are so oh, but then like in your mind especially like if you don't know anything you're like oh that's just what she does right and that's just kind of like whatever but then yeah. you're just like but no but i don't do that and there's exactly. a whole bunch of other people that don't do that <laughs> right so right, that right, can't right. be normal right or if you're peeing right, all right. over the place when you're just doing double unders right like that's not normal and you have yeah. to figure that out mm-hmm. and people just assume because mm-hmm. you have a loose coochie that oh, God. that <laughs> that's why it happens no there's a such thing as your hoo-ha and you being yeah. too tight all the time too that could be just right. as bad right so right. after the baby is i pop this thing out mm-hmm. um one of the things i'm gonna actually do like before he's actually here too is look for a pelvic floor therapist yeah mm-hmm. um to just kind of get me to do start doing stuff so yeah. that i don't have that problem Right. Um, afterwards, and of course, Brianna's going to help me with the stuff after as mm-hmm. well. But like, mm-hmm. all that stuff is like super important, and yeah, people just absolutely. don't know. They just assume, oh, you pop out a baby, you just go about life, not worry yeah. about anything else. 
Nah, sis. <laughs> it's like, nah, you got to go get that shit fixed. Yeah, yeah. You got a definitely. giant watermelon come out of your mm-hmm. vagina. Exactly. So, yeah. Exactly. Well, I, I, I'm glad that you're, you know, like I said, kind of opening that conversation. I think it's definitely important. Um, do you have any advice for, for women that are, you know, maybe already sort of athletic um, and, and training or maybe even want to get started, you know, like to sort of stay healthy through their pregnancy and, and have a, you know, really safe, healthy delivery. Do you have any tips for, for women in terms of, you know, again, how to modify or what they should do just um, if they're smart. pregnant? I just tell people mm-hmm. to be like smart. And obviously we're not like all on the same level right? when it comes to stuff. Um, right. But in the same token, just because you can like squat like 500 pounds doesn't mean mm-hmm. that you necessarily need to be doing it when you're right. pregnant because there's a whole lot of or if you've never done it before <laughs> right exactly don't do yeah. it this is not the time that's not the time i find something <laughs> suitable for you yeah. mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. do your research people say like listen to your body like mm-hmm. obviously you should but you have to be like so much more aware right like if you watch me in videos especially now i, mm-hmm. I take my time for the most part in my reps right. especially like on my strength stuff the weight can be super yeah. easy but i'm right. just thinking about like the way that i'm breathing mm-hmm. because you don't want to create like intra-abdominal pressure there's so many different things that you should think right. about once you have a baby mm-hmm. inside mm-hmm. of you yeah <laughs> to think about what your vagina is doing what your pelvic floor is mm-hmm. doing what your tummy is doing all this stuff so that you can basically put yourself or try to set yourself up as best as possible when that baby comes out what's gonna like what's the deal gonna be looking like right after that so um i definitely say if you can find somebody who is who actually does work with athletes Mm -hmm. um and get their advice because it's not like brie gave me any like don't do this this and this and there's certain things that you just don't want to do right um because some people obviously still do them Mm -hmm. but like things like jumping rope like yeah there's no need to really jump rope yeah you might be able to but is that the smart thing to do just because you can yeah doesn't doesn't mean you should should. jumping on a box doing Mm -hmm. like kipping pull-ups right or butterfly pull-ups like no like it's just It'll be there when you when yeah. you after you give birth. Exactly. Yeah. This isn't the time to like PR and look right. badass. Right. You're just trying right. to get like some fitness in and breathe a little bit. So right. I definitely recommend right. finding yourself uh Brianna Battles if you can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um she has a program. I like it's they're very informative. It, it is very okay. informative. We'll put it in the show notes, by the way. Yeah, we'll so. do that because it's like it, all. like it'll blow your mind. And even yes. if like you've already had babies, you're gonna mm-hmm. have another baby, or you already had the baby, but you're just mm-hmm. like some things are off. Like it's super mm-hmm. educational, and then you can still like go and try to fix stuff. So if you're like, right. okay, well, my core is doing this, my pelvic floor is doing this, like you can still go like rehab right. it. It's like if you injure right. your knee and it's messed up. You can yeah. go get it fixed. You have to do rehab on it and try to fix mm-hmm. it. So it's the same kind of thing. Mm, I love it. How has it been watching your body change? It's been wild. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like obsessively watching yeah. for a bit. Because I was like, oh, mm-hmm. where's the bump? Where's the bump? Right. And it wasn't happening. And then you kind of get into that weird kind of blocky stage. Right. And you're like, all right. People well, like, mm, she eating. I'm like, oh, my waistline's, kind of, my waistline's gone. Right. You could still see abs, but it's yeah. not the same. Right. And then right. I just remember one day, 
I don't know what I, I was wearing, like my black puffy kind of Lulu vest and like a long sleeve mm-hmm. shirt. And I walked past the mirror and I said, mm-hmm. oh, shit. And that's when you're the like, belly just popped. I was like, where did this come from? It's like overnight. It's like you wake up one morning and you're like, I can't see my feet. Yeah. I was like, what was what is this? And right. it's just been growing ever since. I just look, mm-hmm. and then the boobs, uh, girl, they're fabulous. <laughs> I the first day you unleashed those on your page, I was like, "Holy, Holy mother, shit!" <laughs> yes, because my boobs are not small to begin with, right? But right. with this extra meat and all the hormones, it's girl, just like, wait. oh, sis, when that milk comes in, that's what baby. my mama says. I was talking to her yesterday <laughs> on Facetime. <laughs> And she's like, you're going to hit yourself in the face. I was just like, just, she's like, stop be. jumping around. I was like, ma, I'm fine. She's like, you better go get some bras soon. I listen, was like, oh my God. That, listen, when I tell you, and I was, I was a part of the itty bitty titty committee pretty much the entire time I was, you know, had, had boobs and hit puberty. Uh-huh. I woke up one morning and I was like, what is happening? Like, what are these? <laughs> and my husband was standing over me with this wide-eyed, wild <laughs> look on his face. <laughs> I was like, how long have you been watching me? He was like, this is glorious. This is the best day of my life. Because <laughs> they're just it is, so big. It is, yeah. It's it just, I just like, else. how did this even happen? Girl. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's just like boob mm-hmm. coming out of all, all the parts of the bra. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I to, but you sound like you've been comfortable with the changes. You know, you, I mean, you sound like you've just been kind of like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna roll with the punch. Yeah, it just like it happens. So I'm mm-hmm. just letting it kind of do what it what it wants to do. Right. And right. It's not. It's going to some good places. Like mm-hmm. it's going to like because even like before when I gain weight, it goes to like my thighs or the outside of my thighs. Like I can just look at the right. side and be like, okay, I see what's mm-hmm. going up. Before mm-hmm, I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I gotta tighten it up a little bit, and right? So, right. And it's just like a matter of just like me just eating a little bit differently. Yeah. Um, yeah. But obviously, like if he wants something, that means he needs it. So right. I'm gonna give it to him. I know that's and right. And sometimes I'm just like, no hush, puppy, you can't right. have. We're gonna try to go healthier option. <laughs> but most of the time, I just give in. Like, oh, it's right. like I'm gonna eat it all the time. So right, right, right. Like exactly. today, if he wants pork chops, he yeah, pork, chops. pork chops. I had a whole fucking kielbasa, like kielbasa sausage, like the whole <laughs> package of Hillshire Farms mm-hmm. kielbasa. It was unnecessary, Man. but <laughs> said it was completely. Unnecessary. It was completely <laughs> unnecessary. I could have been easily happy with just half the package, but I was Man. like, ah, I'm hungry, so I'm just gonna the, make the, the baby wants thing. what the baby wants. He wants what he wants. So, what are you looking forward to the most about being a mom? Um, there's so many, there's so many things, especially mm-hmm. with like me growing up with my mom, we did so many activities. Mm-hmm. Like we would mm-hmm. go to the, like, we lived in Detroit until I was eight. So mm-hmm. we would just, she would just always her and her best friend who's basically like my aunt. Mm-hmm. She had two girls and we lived in like, uh, this house, we lived upstairs and they lived downstairs. So we did like oh, everything okay. together. And mm-hmm. they're still best friends, like, Aww. yeah. And they, they have their whole little crew. So it's basically yeah. like a whole group. Mm-hmm. Um, I think maybe maybe only like one of them was married. But there was a whole bunch of just single moms. And all of, yeah. all of them had girls. That's awesome. Yeah. So we would just hang out. We would just do like everything together. Go to the library. Go to the park. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. museums and stuff. We would just do all types of stuff like that. Um, and then especially when we like moved down south. When, mm-hmm. again, there wasn't, like, many black people anywhere. Right. Mom would make it a point to, 
seek the black folk out and put me into activities. Yeah. Um, like trivia stuff, like pageants Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, so just like showing them, I guess just the world and Mm -hmm. like everything that they kind of have like to offer. Cause I don't want to, like, he's not going to be growing up in a bubble. Right. Like not at all. Like obviously he can't live in a bubble. He's going to be a black man. Mm-hmm. in the u.s so mm-hmm. like yeah his daddy's white but everybody mm-hmm. knows right you, that's not what they see yeah it's not <laughs> what they see right so um yeah i just teaching him all types of stuff i already have it in my mind like once he gets school age he's going to preschool mm-hmm. he's gonna go i want him to go to an immersion school so he can learn mm-hmm. spanish or whatever language yeah because i was put in immersion school and it was so cool but then we moved to like super country georgia and there was nobody yeah. to speak spanish with Right. But that'll benefit him when he gets older. And it's just mm-hmm. like, it'll just, oh, oh, this is endless possibilities. <laughs> endless. There's just so Which, many things. And on the flip side, and I kind of think I already know what part of this answer might be, but what scares you the most? Um, Him just being a little black boy mm-hmm. here. And especially mm-hmm. like, like where we live. Like we live right. in Reno, so there's not yeah. a lot of people of color here. Period. Like when I see one, I'm like, hey, hey, right? <laughs> Family, I know we related. I'm like, oh, there's black people. Like, there's black people here. They're somewhere. Right. It's the very right. first time. I think it was like a few months, and we just happened mm-hmm. to be at like a random ass barbecue place here, and there are mm-hmm. black people. I was like, oh, it's the most black people I've ever seen here, and like, it's just the demographic here. Like I live yeah. in northern nevada like you are not mm-hmm. going to find many of us here right so um and then just having to like have those difficult conversations with him the talk that all the talks like mm-hmm. you have to work two times mm-hmm. harder it's just hard to be to yeah twice. girl all the things so like basically yeah. all the conversations that my mother had to have with me mm-hmm I have to have with him and even more so because he's a man. He'll be a black man here. It's going to be like even harder. So, um, yeah, it's that that's, those are the things that I am not looking forward to Mm -hmm. so much. And I think that's the case for most black parents that they don't want to have to have these discussions, but they have to, to keep their kids safe. Okay. And so that they know what's going on. Yep. So, um, it's that and then I guess considering I'll be like basically like a single parent, me and his dad are gonna be co parenting. Mm-hmm. And like his dad because we're like polar opposites, him mm-hmm. and <laughs> his dad and I. Like in complete, many ways. <laughs> yeah. Like complete <laughs> polar opposites. Sometimes I'm just like, mm-hmm. how the hell does this even happen? Um, mm-hmm. so we have very different views on certain things and like I guess him also seeing as a white man what it's like, he's going to have a black right. son. Right. So he's going to see a lot of things that he's never experienced. Right. Like at all. Yeah. And he's going to be shocked. Right. Or like, oh my God. Or come to the realization like this is actually a thing. Yeah. That day that his son, our son, comes into his house and then be like, oh, somebody said that they couldn't play, that I couldn't play with them because right. I was black. Or they drop right. an end bomb or something right. like that like how oh, when he gets pulled over and, and you know exactly something with my son i'm like it's not a matter of if it's when, it's when. this is what you need to do hopefully to not yeah. die and it's funny you because know? his dad is going to be a, be a police officer 
Mm-hmm. So that mm-hmm. like adds extra stuff. So I know he's going to be like super lenient about that just to keep him mm-hmm. safe. Cause now he's in a situation where his son is black and you don't know right. who he's going to run into. Right. So it's wild. The whole thing's just wild. Yeah. And my mom's yeah, like, crazy. Lord Kiana. I like, <laughs> I was like, I know ma, I know right. it'll be a lot, right. but we'll be fine. Everything. And you just roll fine. with it. You know what I mean? That's you all you can do. It. I mean, and whatever your, you know, spiritual thing is do that. You know, I, I pray a lot. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, you know, yeah, it's scary. Um, what do you want your son to know about you? Like when he comes out and someone describes your, his mom, they're going to say your mom is, your mom is awesome. I don't know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I don't know. Like she's fun and positive and Mm -hmm. strong willed. Like I'm no nonsense. I feel like I'm just like my mom. My mom was on a totally different level though. Um, yeah. Like, I try to keep it as 100 as it can possibly be. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just, like, an open-minded person. Right. And, like, if something's wrong or I feel like something's wrong or not right, I make it a point mm-hmm. to let it be known that, hey, this is not cool. Right. And I know a lot of parents, they don't really talk to their kids mm-hmm. about things just because it's, yeah. like, quote-unquote uncomfortable Right. Or whatever. This is just things we don't talk about. Mm-hmm. That's not going to be me. They're like, right. it's like my mom is like my mom talks about everything. We could talk about everything. Like I want right. that type of relationship so that we like can communicate mm-hmm. to, like towards one another. I want him to feel comfortable having those awkward conversations with me. Right. Right. Because um, a lot of people don't, and then yeah. they get into situations. That and they don't know how to handle they it. Don't, yeah, they don't know how to handle it. Or, mm-hmm. like, if it's, it's this big thing and the families get torn up about it and da-da-da-da. Yeah. Like, no. I'm, mm-hmm. like, not having it. So, right. he's like, my mom's no nonsense. We talk about everything. I want him to feel comfortable. Yeah. So that yeah. he's able to do that with other people as well. Like, obviously, he'll, he'll be polite. Because I'm polite yeah. and very patient. But yeah. there's a certain point where you're just like, okay, no. This isn't cool. Right. Right. And that was actually my next question. I was going to ask you, what's one quality you hope that he gets from you? The no nonsense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the no okay. nonsense. He doesn't put yeah. up with shit. Yeah. Because I used to yeah. put up with some shit. Mm. Like, I think we all kind of did at some point. Yep. And then we just kind of snap out of it. Yeah. Um, It happened to me in my 20s. And I was like, I, mm-hmm. I just can't, like, tiptoe around people anymore. And right. especially being a black woman, they just feel like if you're vocal at all that you're just being like angry and just being volatile and you just have an attitude like yeah no that's not like even if people feel that way like i'm still very like presentable and i try to be like blunt but nice about Mm -hmm. it but i'm not gonna just sit there and just shut up right that's just not what i do so i want him to be vocal and to stand up Mm -hmm. for himself i love it yeah i love it and still be respectable gentlemen yes (laughs) yes with his cute self. He's going to be so cute. I can't wait to he's see him. so adorable. I have no idea what he's going to pop out looking like, but he's going to be cute regardless. Cute thing. Uh, oh, and I know and you don't have to say what it is, but did you finally narrow down your names? I know you were thinking about oh, so some hard. and you're pondering it. And I, didn't, so, I was just curious where you were. I know that. that, like, I know that I want to have like a top three to top five. Top, probably end okay. up top three by the time we actually get there. I want right. to have like a first and middle name. Mm-hmm. I really love Langston right now. Yeah. Yeah, so like me, my mama, and the pops, the baby's mm-hmm. dad, 
We all mm-hmm. like Langston so far. I don't know. We'll mm-hmm. have to see, but I want to get. And you got to see what he looks like when he comes right. out. Right. So I want to give him like a day or two and just kind of like feel yeah. him out because he might right, not right. even fit. So right. I want to be like, nah, that's not going to work. And then just kind of yeah. choose something else. I really like Quincy a lot because mm-hmm. then he can with be a baby cues. Q. Yep. Stick yes. with the cues. My yes. mom's a Q. I'm a Q. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. he can be a Q too. I love it. It's so cute. I'm like, oh my God, it's going to be great. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll, so we'll see what happens, but I'm still looking mm-hmm. at names. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's hard. Oh, we, we are ra- waiting with bated breath. I know. <laughs> um, so this is kind of our, our randomosity little uh, part of the show where we talk a little bit about just kind of some random fun questions. Um, I just have a couple for you because I know it's, it's getting late and the hush puppy's probably hungry. <laughs> He's always um, hungry. What is, what's a le- what, what is one lesson that's taken you the, the longest time to learn? Um, uh, that not all people are always going to do right by you. <laughs> Mm, even mm. yes ma'am you always kind of like hope right because you just think like oh most people are like are good at heart or you would just assume that they are Mm -hmm. and just they're just some people that just aren't and they just don't care Mm -hmm. and they swear up and down like oh i care about you and this this and this and then you find out they did some shit that is completely disrespectful and you're just like nope i'm over it so that's a big one for me mm. what does your perfect day look like um oh god perfect day i could mm-hmm. sleep in mm-hmm. um i would actually get sleep and i wouldn't wake up at random ass hours of the night mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. i wake up i would have energy well we'll talk about a pregnant day okay <laughs> so okay. got good sleep mm-hmm. slept through the night woke up at like eight Mm-hmm. Um, I order a delicious breakfast sandwich. Maybe get a smoothie. <laughs> Depends on what the baby wants. Right, um, right. I'll get up, go to the gym, do a little bit of workout. Still mm-hmm. have energy so that right. I can still go to, I can go to like TJ Maxx. Go get some yes. stuff. Yeah. Get the pass. If I have the patience, I will go to mm-hmm. TJ Maxx Home Goods. Okay. Um, oh, look yeah, at you. Because all the racks, you know how it can be like really yes. aggressive. Yes. Especially the combination stores. They're just so big. Yes. There's so many things. So you have to have mm-hmm. like the mindset to go in there yes um yes. go in there find some nice sweaters find things mm-hmm. that actually fit me that's a mm-hmm. big it's a big thing um go to the grocery store mm-hmm. have a delicious home-cooked meal like a recipe because i'm really big about like saving and mm-hmm. um screenshotting recipes that i want to cook so i'll go right. grab the stuff do that Maybe watch a movie go hang out with my friends for mm-hmm. a little bit Actually, mm-hmm, it depends mm-hmm. on my mood. Lately, right. like I like to be by myself because I'm not gonna have much by myself yes. time anymore now. Yeah. So yes. like I like to spend a lot of time like in my room relaxing. So making mm-hmm. my meal, grabbing my plate, watching my Netflix, and yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a good that's a good day. I, oh, it's fab. Yeah, that's mine. <laughs> okay, so the next couple of ones I want you to answer complete the sentence with one word, okay? okay. I believe in. Jesus. <laughs> I do believe in Jesus. I, I don't know why I said that. that. <laughs> I just, I was not ready. <laughs> I cannot stand it. I was not ready for that. I'm so sorry, Lord. I'm I so sorry, you, Dale. I, I was not ready. the first thing. I have no... Cause my eyes are, cause I'm, my eyes are closed, so I can like, okay. like really think about. Right, right, girl. Okay, all right, that's fine. All right, six. <laughs> right now, six. 
<laughs> Good God. All right. Ooh, let's get it together. Okay. Success is. Oh, God. Oh. Relative? Okay. I think it's real. I don't know. Just because, like, for success for diff- or is different for different people. Right. So that's right. why I said relative. Because it's just like, okay. with, like, CrossFit or whatever. Right. Like, when you're right. doing workouts, it's all relative. Mm-hmm. People are like, oh, well, I scaled it. So it doesn't count. I'm like, we're not, like, all the same. Or we might find success not in money, but, like, in right. having, like, a beautiful family. Or mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So that's why I say relative. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Beauty is. Oh, beauty is. Beauty is. There's so many options. Just one. Oh. I don't. I keep thinking of multiple words, Frick. <laughs> Just pick one, girl. <laughs> it's like beauty is. I don't know. At first, I, I was. I just thought like. Black. I don't know why okay. I thought black. Oh, well, hey, if that's your yeah, first that thought, was my first thought, and then I just said okay. like, yeah, it's yeah, that's initially what I thought, and then I, of course I did the cliche in the eyes eye of the beholder or whatever. That ain't one word, but that's multiple words. I only get that one. Is multiple. You get one. I know, word. and I said black. Oh gosh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Motherhood is exciting. Yay! It is. It's a wild ride. Um, Kiana is sassy. Okay, especially this, now. Like yep. Especially now. I like this Kiana. I like mommy. <laughs> I love mommy Q. This is gonna be great. Oh my god, it's me crazy. Yes, and again, since we are in the appropriate month, black is beautiful. Aww. It is. It is. Like I was I... just talking because, like, uh, I know, like before or like in the past, like you really didn't see us anywhere, magazines, right? on film on television and like you just you're seeing a little bit more of it now and then people are just voicing it yeah like oh i'm i'm like my black is beautiful and everything it's just like it's so it makes me so happy and it like to be black girl it's lit i know it's it's dangerous but it's It's super dangerous (laughs) but it's very very exciting and fun (laughs) wouldn't would not want to be anything else no Mm -hmm. no Girl, I cannot even begin to articulate what an absolute pleasure this has been. This has I mean, been this so is so fun. far beyond what I imagined this conversation to be. This has been fantastic. I really hope that you will come back and be a guest again. Um, hopefully, you know, <laughs> before the year 2055. Yes, it will be before that. <laughs> we will make time. But and you're no longer a guest because now you're family. So Yay. anytime you want to come back, you need to just hit me and be like, I got some shit to say. Okay. I'll be like, okay, let's do this. Um, But before we finish up, where can the people find you on the internet? So you can find me on Instagram, Kiana Mm -hmm. Welch. Okay, let's Mm -hmm. spell it because (laughs) let's let's do that. And we'll put it in the notes. We'll put it in the notes too. But -hmm. it's Mm Q-U-I-A-N-A and Welch like the juice. Okay. Yeah. So that's where you can find me. I think it's like an underscore actually, Kiana underscore Welch. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you're on Insta. I'm on Insta. I'm on Facebook, but I really don't go on there much. Okay. Um, okay. I only go on there because my mama, but now she has oh, right. Instagram. The kind of. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. There's just too much bullshit on Facebook half the mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you can find me there. I'm pretty much just on Instagram. If you want to DM mm-hmm. me, ask me questions. 
Okay. Go for it. You sure you want to put that out there? I know. (laughs) I'll try. I'll try to get through them because there's like, there's a lot. I get a lot of stuff. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. I definitely try Mm -hmm. to like go through and like answer like any questions that aren't like stupid shit. So. Right. 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 I got you. Okay. Cool. Well, thank you again for again helping us kick off Black History Month. This is so lit. I'm so excited. I just I just feel blessed to be able to talk to you. Like this has just been such a fantastic conversation. I I cannot. Yes, and I cannot wait to see Hushbuck. I know. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Look and. Thank you to my listeners. This is again has been fantastic. The support has been great. Um, you can find us on uh, the podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. Um, you can find us on Instagram at the Chocolate Bar Podcast. You can find us on the Twitters at the Chalk Bar Podcast. Um, the website is www.thechocolatebarpodcast.com. And sometimes we even have merch on there. But there's um, uh, articles and all kinds of fun stuff and pictures. And they all f- and and we're also on Facebook, which basically feeds in from the instagram so anyway um i love you guys i love you q um (laughs) signing out (laughs) i'm brie i will see you at the bar bye-bye